Alright, alright. So, this is another espresso that 15 minutes or less on a topic that's trendy, trending on my heart and mind. My name is Ebony, and I am bringing you two topics today that I hope I can actually get it in 15 minutes or less. Today, I am talking about, well, COVID Omicron variant, and I'm also going to be talking about a feel-good story, uh, the first African-American female NYPD commissioner. So this is super exciting stuff for me as we go into this holiday season. So let's jump right on in. All right, everyone, let's talk COVID Omicron variant. Uh, over the past six or seven months, all we've really heard about is this Delta variant that had started to spread. Um, not like it's going away. And as predicted, the Omicron variant is becoming possibly the strongest, excuse me, the dominant variant right now in the United States. Now, here is what I don't want to do. As you look at the news, as you go about all the, this, this amount of potential fear-mongering is happening as it did in the early stages of COVID. And this is almost two years going on, and I am not down for the fact that uh, the news, and I, I don't care which one it is right now, it, 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 there's got to be some temperament about the severity of this virus. Um, the first variant uh, was of major concern. Not to say that this, these, these subsequent variants aren't uh, at all uh not severe or not as deadly or or not of concern but uh we've got to take stock here that people are scared people are are going into the holidays and what we hear is this will affect travel and your and the interest rates and it, none of these things are um in a vacuum um i will say this uh this is what is currently available uh about uh the omicron variant uh, you started hearing this new variant uh, right around Thanksgiving of this year. Uh, it was first identified in South Africa. Um, again, nothing wrong with that. Uh, there was the Delta variant was seen across, well, I think multiple countries. And I want to say it was first identified in India at the time. Uh, but the spread of it, uh, it was kind of the same way. Uh, but what, what is currently known about uh, the Omicron variant, especially here in the United States, is that there's still a small pool of people um, that have actually been identified with the Omicron variant. And I will tell you that there has been an exponential growth over the last week since they've, the news and everybody has been actually speaking about the Omicron variant. But what we really need to know is that here it is. There, there's only a small number of cases. And in those cases, honestly, people that had gotten the infection were people who were probably fully vaccinated uh there the severeness the, sever, the severeness of the the illness uh seems to be that of of the flu or a cold uh these individuals are not going to the hospital a lot of these people that are vaccinated are not dying uh what we need to really know about this is that uh this this particular variant uh can possibly spread easier, which means that it's more communable, uh, which means that it's like your common cold. You could catch it like you would the flu, but it does not mean that it's more deadly than any other variant of the COVID. As soon as you throw COVID in front of it, it pulls up flags. What I want to impress upon us is that we have something that has inoculated us against 
COVID-19. Um, this is what the same way they do with the flu. Um, there are authorized FDA authorized vaccines. Uh, there is even um, the pill that recently uh, was sent through the FDA. Uh, there, there's boosters now. Um, this is not the original variant of COVID-19. And I think we get very afraid when you throw COVID-19 in front of it and then say Omicron. This is a mutation of the of the COVID-19. Uh, and yes, it does appear to be more virulent or communable amongst people. But uh, because a lot of people have actually been inoculated or what we call vaccinated or have had the disease at some point, um, right now, th again, not a lot of numbers to state that this is the, the this Omicron variant is more deadly than any other variant or mutation of COVID-19. But what we are finding is that uh, people are not having the extreme uh, symptoms that were seen by some of the other variants. Uh, but what we do need to keep in mind, just like it is the winter, uh, we have flu season, we have the cold, people are going to get sick. And that is what is of major concern is that uh, people with pre-existing um, issues, right, breathing, cancer, lower immune systems uh, are of greater risk during this time of season. And so I think this is what the impressing upon, I, I suppose, in the news is, to me, doing a horrible job doing, is basically stating that we got to maintain vigilance in uh, our contact with people, uh, remain vigilant in how we uh, take, you know, wash your hands and, and, and do things that can help stop the spread of uh, this and the flu and the cold, uh, common cold. Um, again... I, I'm not going to allow this variant or any other one for that matter uh, potentially stop me from traveling. I'm not saying that I'm not going to take every precaution that I have, but uh, I am very, very serious in the fact that I'm going to take uh, do what I can, but it is not going to rule my life. Uh, COVID has ruled what we've done for the last two years. And so while being health conscience and very aware uh, that you could catch this variant that um, you it could lead to um, hospitalization uh, it could lead to death that that's that's like the flu or or many other d diseases and viruses that we we come into contact with uh, but do what you can uh, so these parting words is uh, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Uh, if some of these symptoms are similar to uh, the to the uh, flu or a common cold, go get tested. Um, if you have the uh, at-home test, take that as well. Um, some things to also keep in mind is that um, the variant, like the alpha variant of COVID, and and even some of the even in Delta. Uh, there are some of the variants that are still more severe. It's not like these things just kind of went away. Uh, so please watch out for symptoms and how you are. Uh, vaccines, uh, boosters, whatever else you want to throw in there. Uh, it's very important to take those. And so what we're wanting to do is actually reduce the spread, start inoculation. And no, I'm not saying herd mentality uh, I don't, or herd immunity, excuse me. I don't think we're there yet. Um, and 
what I'm saying is the you want to inoculate yourself, whether that is through you already had COVID, one of the variants of COVID, or you've got vaccined, or you are just one of those asymptomatic individuals. Um, the new variants are expected to occur. So what you want to do is reduce the spread of the infection and the best way of doing that is to try to slow the emergence and what you really want to do is not overwhelm the hospitalization uh, excuse me the hospital system um, and that's the biggest concern right now is that this there's going to be a spike and that a lot of people are going to get sick at the at the same time along with probably some of our healthcare workers and that is what's going to cause a lot of the issues uh, is if the healthcare system is affected greatly and there's a greater burden. Uh, you won't have anyone to treat individuals with COVID or any other uh, illness. And thus, you are going to have higher rates of uh, mortality. So things to keep in mind. There's no, I'm not going to fear monger you. And no, I'm not a doctor. I just try to read as much as possible and stay informed. Um, and yes, I've been looking at all kinds of news stations, MSNBC, CNN, uh, C-SPAN. And so I'm looking at all the times where uh, people are talking about this virus, the new variants, what's happening across the world, and actually trying to inform myself and make really good decisions. So do what you can. Uh, Again, there's so much out there, and again, I know a lot of it, I'm not going to even say fake news, a lot of it is real news, but it's how it's being presented to everyone. So I hope everyone stays safe, uh, stays healthy. And now onto a topic that I'm super excited for. Let's talk about this new NYPD commissioner. All right, let's go. Okay, I spent a lot of time talking about covid so this might go over 15 minutes, but what I want to talk about now is the announcement uh, from the NYC Mayor Adams-elect uh, has named Keyshawn Sewell as the new NYPD commissioner. Now, why is this super important? Well, for me, representation matters. She is an African-American female, and to me, that is super cool. Uh, as a person that has also worked in law enforcement, uh, I am super excited to see what she can do. Uh, here's a little bit about her. Uh, she started with uh, the department as a patrol officer in 1997, and she has since then uh, worked her way up the ranks. She has been a, pre a precinct commander. She's headed the department's uh, Bureau of Major Crimes and has also served as a chief hostage negotiator. Uh, in 2020, she was also, uh, she was named uh, Nassau's chief of detectives uh, in September 2020. Uh, she saw, oversaw a staff of 350 people. Now, here is what's very interesting is that now that she's been named, uh, she is now taking over the NYPD, which has at least an over 35,000 officers. I'm, I'm super proud. This is one of those feel-good moments. Uh, the NYPD has been in existence for uh, about 176 years, and so I'm interested in her, the fact that she's the first woman, she's the third black person to lead the NYPD, what kind of decisions, what kind of perspective she brings to the stage. Um, the 35,000 uniform members of the department, 45% uh, of them are white, 30% are uh, Hispanic, 15 are black, and about 10% are, 
are Asian. So with that diverse, uh, that diversity in the ranks, I hope she can bring a laser focus uh, on crime. I know that uh, there's going, there's been this uptick, and I know a lot of that has been dealing with, uh, obviously, uh, COVID, uh, certain other things, killing, shootings, uh, and I'm, I'm just super proud to say, and honestly, just. I don't know, I'm ecstatic to, to see that uh, she was chosen. Now, what's even more important is that uh, when um, Mayor Adams was um, campaigning, uh, he had already said during, during his time that he was going to hire a woman as commissioner. Uh, so some of these other potential candidates uh, that were out there, and I know some of these names because, uh, again, uh, the circle is quite small uh, for females, uh, female law enforcement officers, but even those is the female law enforcement officers that are in higher ranking positions. Uh, and so again, I'm super excited to he even had heard about the potential candidates that included Seattle Chief Carmen Best, uh, Philadelphia Commissioner Danielle Outlaw, and then uh, former Newark Chief Avon Roman and NYPD Chief of Pol uh, Patrol Juanita Holmes. Uh, what is interesting about Sewell and how and why she was selected is that uh, she is originally from the Queens area. Uh, so she has some background with the city. Uh, she is a New Yorker through and through. And so she does not officially start until 1 January. But she's already making her presence known, uh, getting to know her, her new area. And so... Again, congratulations to Kishan Sewell. Uh, I wish you well in your new position, and I'm hoping I can bring more news kind of like this, uh, things to the forefront. Uh, and yeah, guys, awesome stuff. All right, so we talked about, or more like if I talked about, you listened on the Omicron variant and talking about the newly... Uh, selected NYPD Commissioner Kishan Sewell. Uh, again, feel good stories, things to keep on your mind. I'll be back. I'm just super excited that I was able to get back online and I'm hoping to give you more express of that. Someday I will do another different mug talk. Uh, you know what it's DMT, but hey, this is a Baron and um, these are quick. So sending peace, love, positivity, and good vibes. My name is Ebony. Have a happy holiday season. Stay safe uh, and I will see you next time. Peace.